Wall 37. Create compelling spectacles. Striking imagery and grand symbolic gestures create the aura of power. Everyone responds to them. Stage spectacles for those around you, then full of arresting visuals and radiant symbols that heighten your presence. Dazzled by appearances, no one will notice what you are really doing. Observance of the Law This story about Dr. Weasletter, aka the Moon Doctor, I cannot find on the internet, so there are no images to recount this story. This pretty much is the only place in this book that I found it. So in fact, it's quite a unique story. In the 1780s, this doctor performed miracles on many people by curing them with the moon. The premise was that he would expose his patients to the rays of the moon, and then eventually word spread and he became dubbed the Moon Doctor of Berlin. He became so successful, everyone started flocking to him. Not just the poor, but now the rich, the wealthy. To skip the meaningless minutia of the story, I will get to the interpretation. Wiesletter may have known nothing about medicine, but he understood the psychology of people. He understood human nature. He recognized that people do not always want words or explanations or to be rationalized or demonstrations of the powers of science, but sometimes they just want whether they admit it or not, an immediate appeal to their emotion. And being the 1780s, there was no concrete science that could refute the argument of Wiesletter. So instead he conjured up this spectacle of the moon's rays curing people, and then they did the rest. What does this mean for you? This means for you that you need to be aware of being tricked by spectacles that other people will shine in front of you. Don't fall for other people's moonlight. Question everything because a lot of people are going to depend on shortcuts to get to where they want and they're going to try and take advantage of you. So be suspicious, question, ask why. Don't let people appeal to your emotions and be fooled. Keys to power. Using words to plead your case is a risky business. Words are dangerous instruments and often go astray. The words people use to persuade us virtually invite us to reflect on them with words of our own. We mull over them and often end up believing the opposite of what they say. It also happens that words offend us, stirring up associations unintended by the speaker. Yes, words can be dangerous. Oftentimes our words can get us in trouble and can, can misconstrue what we really wanted to get across. Actions speak louder than words and that's what the point of this law is. The visual shortcuts the labyrinth of words. It strikes with an emotional power and immediacy that leaves no gap for reflection and doubt. A visual is a visual. Because like, uh, imagine the moon doctor trying to make a case for his medical practice with words. Trying to convince people of the healing powers, the rationale behind it. Unfortunately, he didn't have to do that. He was able to conjure this spectacle that made his words unnecessary. Understands? Words put you on the defensive. If you have to explain yourself, your power is already in question. The image, on the other hand, imposes itself as a given. It discourages questions, creates forceful associations, resists unintended interpretations, communicates instantly, and forges bonds that transcend social differences. Words stir up arguments and divisions. Images bring people together. They are quintessential in instruments of power. Because the truth is generally seen, rarely heard. If this amazing story is true, there's a perfect example. A Renaissance painter, Fra Filippo Lippi, was captured a slave among the Moors. He won his freedom by sketching a drawing of his master, of his capturer, on a wall with a piece of charcoal. When the owner saw the drawing, he instantly understood the power of a man who could make such images, and he let him go. 
That one image was more powerful than any argument the artist could have made with words. Never neglect the way you arrange things visually. An example would be color. To bring it back to real life, marketing and sales and elicting emotion can be made through color. We see this in museums with artistry. We see this with basic um, marketing and ads and commercials, television, all media. We see this every day and it's playing on us whether we know it or not. Here's an example of a really cool infograph that I've had on my PC for many years. It said 85% of shoppers place color as a primary reason for why they buy a particular product. And whether the validity of this study is reliable is a different question. But still interesting facts to consider. 93% you can see visual appearance takes over and 85% being color and you can see you get a huge increase in brand recognition by making a distinct color and then to break down color by color you can see a yellow being more optimistic a red being very energetic whereas a purple or a pink being more feminine more calming or a green wealthy orange aggressive you can see how each one plays to a certain emotion this is to say be conscious of the colors that you are wearing looking at displaying there's actually a study that recalled on the attractiveness of men and women and the women rated men more attractive who were wearing the color red. Quite an interesting thing if you think that color is not of any importance in what you do. And in fact, it can play a lot of importance. The best way to use images and symbols is to organize them into a grand spectacle that awes people and distracts them from the unpleasant realities. This is easy to do. People love what is grand, spectacular and larger than life. Appeal to their emotions and they will flock to your spectacle in hordes. The visual is the easiest route to their hearts. Law 37. Create compelling spectacles.